Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life. It's Christine Jewell. I think today's conversation is going to be really, really good. I'm just going to riff. I'm going to speak from the heart, speak from the depth of my soul. I want to share some personal stories. I want to talk today about our addiction to suffering, right? Our our addiction, our mindset, the level of consciousness that still says, I have to pay the price. I have to suffer. I have to go through this incredible suck in order to accomplish something, in order to deserve something, in order to prove that I'm worthy of something, right? I have to go through this tumultuous suffering. And I want to really unpack this, this idea around the suffering that we opt into and really like is that I believe that the suffering is optional. I'm going to share a vision, two visions that came to me um, around this. And I want to talk about grace, like what grace actually means. I think it's such a misunderstood um, thing, such a misunderstood topic, gift that we don't really grasp, right? And that's why we're still addicted in the suffering. Um, and I want to share some very personal visions and stories. I usually share these inside of my coaching containers, if I, at all, because, you know, as I have leaned more and more into my spiritual walk, my, you know, deepening my faith, trusting and receiving things that come to me in visions and dreams through conversation with God and acknowledging them. I want to say this, acknowledging it by saying, thank you for that vision. Thank you for that dream. Let me write that down. Let me meditate on it. Let me bring it in prayer. Let me just sit with it. Let it marinate and see what it reveals to me over time. I've had so much, so many revelations, so many insights, so many answers come through visions and dreams, so many processes that I was trying to figure out, you know, so many answers. So I want to say, as I share this, this vision that the, we all have the ability, right? It, the word says like in the end days, sons and daughters, you know, old men, young men will have dreams, will have visions. There's be the gifts of vision, the gift of insight, the gifts of prophecy. There's going to be so many gifts bestowed on us. Gifts are bestowed. They're given, right? At different times of our life. Some of us are born with them. Some of us get them later at specific times in our life when we're ready to receive them and steward them. But the, the gift of, I believe, having visions and being a visionary, really, we got to honor that, right? And for so many years of my life, I think that I didn't really trust this, uh, this gift. I just kind of had these and I would dismiss them. I was like, oh, that's probably nothing. Oh, that's probably just my subconscious making something up. Oh, whatever. And I didn't receive it, receive it, meaning acknowledge to stop and say, thank you. Let me just hold that for a minute. Let me put my hand out. Let me sit with that. I didn't say, yes, thank you. I see this. I receive it. 
I'm going to sit with it. And therefore, it, when you dismiss something, it just passes you by. So it's like you don't receive the gift, right? Imagine that someone's trying to give you a gift. They put it in your hand and you're like, oh, I don't need that thing. That's I don't have any use for it. Thank you, but no thank you. And you just kind of put the gift on the side, side table, and you just keep going around your business. You could have the most epic gift there that would transform your life. And it's still sitting in a box underneath the table, wrapped up, forgotten about, dismissed because you were so focused on where you were going at the time, not you know, I believe stuck in our own agenda, stuck in a very closed loop, you know, mindset, not able to see, not able to be open to receiving. So I want to say that first, because for those of you who are having visions and dreams, like, are you capturing them? Right. So I want to share a little riff on that. So I want to share a vision that I had a few years ago. The second version of it, I had it twice kind of show up manifested and then it shows up in my real life. Right. Of course. And I want to talk about how that relates to this, this concept of suffering and grace. But it was, uh, years ago, I think it was probably four years ago, maybe around four years ago, give or take. And I remember that I was in the middle of, I think it was like, a, a I was awake and I was having this vision, a very lucid sort of dream vision that came to me. And at the time I remember that I was having this, this, dream slash vision. Cause I was awake, but I sort of was very dropped in. Right. And I had a vision that I was in the car driving and I was in the car driving and I was actually in the passenger seat and my soul was driving the car. I may have shared this story on the podcast before. I don't know. So if I have, and you've listened to that episode, then great. Listen again and see what comes through for you. But I had this dream that I was sitting in the, the passenger seat and my soul was actually driving and I was like, we were going really fast. We were going straight, 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 straight. Right. And I, it was like, almost like, you know, when you're in a roller coaster and it's just going super fast and the wind was blowing and it was just like, I could feel almost like the G force around this, this, you know, the force of the forward momentum. There was a lot of force of forward momentum. Like I'm going this way. I'm going this way. I'm going this way. Right. And like, I knew where I was going and my soul was driving. I'm like, yeah, we're going this direction. Like I know where we're going. And I could feel the momentum and I could feel the power of that forward motion. Right. Like I was very clear. I'm going forward. I know what I'm doing. Like I was kind of like, why am I not driving? You know, I looked at my soul and I was, remember thinking like, why am I not driving? Why am I sitting in the passenger seat? And then all of a sudden, like boom, out of the blue, there's this hard left, you know, like a hard left. And I kind of catch myself because I was like, whoa, we're, we're not, I thought we were going straight. And my soul looks at me and says, we're not going that way anymore. We're going hard left, a hard turn. And it was like literally a 90 degree shift. And I remember just, you know, like leaning against the side of the car, trying to catch myself because it would just totally threw me off. It totally threw me off. I thought I was going straight. I was clear we were going straight. We were moving fast in that direction. And then boom, hard left. And again, I was not driving. So I'm like, okay, I'm along for the ride, right? So we're going, we're going, we're driving. And all of a sudden, you know, the brakes, boom, hits the brakes. And I remember my hands going on the front of the steering wheel, or not the steering wheel, the dash. 
the dashboard and catching myself right before my head sort of hit the the dashboard. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like somebody slams on the brakes. You're about to hit somebody. There was no car in front of us. There was no car in front of us, but it was like a hard stop after the hard left. After a while, there was a hard stop. I remember my head going down. So my head was down. I caught myself just before I hit the, the dashboard. And then as I looked up, I looked up. And I kind of looked around and it was really still and it was really quiet. And I looked at the windshield and I remember seeing the most epic, lush, golden, green, sunshine pouring in scenery. It was magnificent. It was beautiful and it was so rich and there was so much depth and there was sunshine pouring in through the leaves and it was like this beautiful landscape. And I remember very specifically turning to my left and saying to my soul that was in the car, what's the catch? What's the catch? And what I meant by that was, what do I have to do? What do I have to go through in order to be able to earn the right to get out of the car and go enjoy that thing, right? What's the catch? And I remember, like, I could have easily just opened the door and stepped out, but I sat there looking out the window, like, I want to be there. I want to play there. I want to experience that. But first, there's got to be a catch. But first, there's got to be something that I have to go through, that I have to prove, that I have to do. And so I remember looking at my soul, and my soul said, there's no catch. You're already here. You're already here. Just get out. Enjoy it. And I remember vividly, vividly that those words, you're already here. There's no catch. And in that moment, I looked out and it was as if my heart just swelled. I was like, wow, you mean I don't need to suffer? I don't need to suffer to be able to enjoy the, not only the view, but actually to go in it. Cause you know, here's the thing. I've had a lot of visions throughout my life. I had a lot of views that I enjoyed, but there was this part of me that felt like I didn't deserve to be in the garden, in the, the beautiful space, in the beautiful home, in the amazing supportive, loving relationship, in the financial increase, right? In the lifestyle where I get to travel and do whatever, in the speaking, in the writing, like in the, all the things that I had visions about. I, I could see it clearly, but there was this block between me seeing it and me actually being in it. Like I had to overcome some massive challenge to be able to deserve saying that I earned the right to be there. I want to really make sure that you guys get that because this program was so deep seated. And that was a moment that program began to break in me because I realized there is no catch I'm not doing things by my own will anymore. I didn't fully understand it, okay? I saw the vision. I got this idea that the suffering is optional. Um, I'm already here, but I didn't fully understand, understand, like, what does that actually mean? It has taken several years of it to unravel and keep revealing in layers. Cause again, it's all about the level that you're ready to receive the messages at, right. And integrate <laughs> the wisdom, the lesson into your life. I think that we can learn the hard ways or we can receive impartation, wisdom, whatever. And then we can begin to move in faith in that direction. I really did begin to move in faith 
after that first vision and, and embrace this idea that what if suffering is optional? What if I get to move forward and I can actually remember that I'm already here. Everything that is designed for me is already here or on its way to me. And I can enjoy the process. I can really enjoy stepping out of the car without hesitating, without waiting, without feeling this huge mountain in between. And here's the other piece of that. There is a hard left, right? There was a hard left that happened at that moment in time when I had this vision, I had a very, uh, you know, I was very much in my own agenda, in my own way. I was like the I, COVID was happening. I had a business, a bricks and mortar business. I had my own ideas of how that was going to be running, how we were going to pivot. I had my own ideas about what online versions of my business I was going to launch. I was full force, full fledged ahead with developing a new concept, with coaching people and high performance coaching online a certain way. Like I was full on in one direction. That hard left that happened, like God was taking me in a completely new direction, which is where the warriors of the heart was birth, where the initiation was birth, where the book that I'm writing is birth. I didn't know all that was coming and none of that was on my radar. None of that was in my head. None of that was by my own will or my own doing. It was a supernatural redirection that I chose to follow. And I tell you that once I chose to follow that, that starting to pull after, you know, I decided to finally, okay, I'm going to close down the bricks and mortar. I'm going to go all in here. I didn't have all the answers. I didn't know what it was going to look like. There was a lot of unknown. There was a lot of just being in the quiet, the the zero, the set point, the void, right? Before the creation is birth. And it came through very organically, but it was just learning to trust, learning to move one thing at a time. Remembering I'm already here, right? I can enjoy the process. What is coming up today? Where am I being led today? And so this hard left really manifested in my life within months, I think less than a year, the hard left happened. And I started to birth this new, I started to be led right into birthing this new, this new, um, brand that you see today, the messaging, like everything that I teach my clients today is completely different than I did back then. Every program that I run is completely new. Everything is completely different and I operate my business completely different. Here's the second thing. Then we fast forward again. Um, we fast forward again and it was maybe a year later maybe it was a year later. I don't know exactly the timeline, but I was in Sedona this time. You guys know I love Sedona. And I was going through a hike. I think I was there by myself. Mark had left. I decided to stay on for several weeks. And um, this was right in the middle of COVID. So the vision I had before that was probably a year before or close to that. This was right in the middle of COVID or shortly afterwards. I was in Sedona and I remember sitting at the top. I found this ledge at the top of, uh, I think it was Cathedral Rock. If you guys have been there, Cathedral Rock is amazing. It's so beautiful. Oh, it's so gorgeous. And, um, I was doing this sort of this hike along the back and I sat up there and I was doing this meditation on the top and I just sat and I closed my eyes and I don't know how long I was in there. I was in there maybe like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And the sun was just starting to set. And I just remember the warmth and the sun. And as I opened my eyes coming out of that meditation, I was just dropping in, just praying, meditating, being there, quiet, receiving just this beautiful energy from this place. As I opened my eyes, I looked out and the vision 
before me physically with my open eyes, with me sitting there, what I saw when I opened my eyes, the first thing I heard whispered to me as almost like right before I opened my eyes, I heard the words, you're already there. You're already here. I'm already here. And as I opened my eyes, I saw the same vision, the same picture, but physically manifested. In fact, if you guys are watching this on video, I'm going to show you right now because I actually took a picture of it and I framed it. And I'm going to show you guys here this amazing, epic view. Okay. If you guys are on video, you can see this incredible, lush, green, rich view that was right before me. And it had so much beauty. I, I had to, I took a picture, I framed it and the picture, the name of the picture is you're already here you know, you're already there. It's already here. Everything is already right here, right now. There's nothing you have to big, you know, suffering and challenge you have to overcome. There's nothing you have to do to prove that you deserve it. It's about being ready to really receive, to recognize that everything is here. And we don't receive things until we're ready, but often we don't receive things because we keep dismissing the gifts. We keep dismissing the calling. We keep dismissing. And again, there is certain timing in our life. There is certain seasons. So I'm not saying like right now is the time to force everything, right? There's a difference. But when we realize that the grace, the love, the beauty, the joy, the peace of mind, you know, all of the things that we're really chasing everything else for is already here. And we can begin to drop in and really receive it right here, right now, enjoy it right here, right now, operate from it right here, right now. I really do believe that it starts to accelerate the timelines for everything else coming into our lives because we are serving well, fully in our gifting, enjoying, delighting, right? As we're called to, and we start to move beyond just our own natural abilities. And we start to receive this this extraordinary or supernatural feeling of grace that empowers us to take action and to do things that go beyond our natural um, ability when we're trying to force things, right? When we're trying to do things on our own means, it's again, it's like me driving that car forward. And I was like, I'm going this way. I know what I'm doing. I'm doing this. And it was all about me, my skills, my my ways, like how I thought I knew, right? It was so much like me driving, even though my soul was driving the car, right? It was like so much of my ego and like what I knew and what I thought I was capable of, what I knew I could do. But once that hard left happened, it was like, whoa, <laughs> I don't know where we're going. I don't know what we're doing. I don't like, this is not what I thought. I, I feel out of my comfort zone here. This is stretching me. And this is how it's been ever since I took that hard left and I chose to follow the prompting, the calling of the spirit, the calling of God to say, Christine, we're going this way. You're going to structure your business this way. You're going to do these things now. It required me to really activate my gifts, to recognize the gifts that he gave me, and then to begin to operate from them. And I had to really lean into the trusting, right? Lean into the trusting. And it's a dance every day, every day, even this morning, it's a dance, right? Of like, am I still trying to force everything here? Am I driving the bus or what? It, Am I, am I, am I in the suffering or am I out? Am I receiving the guidance? Am I receiving the direction? Am I 
obeying the direction and I'm letting go of all of my striving and forcing and needing to push. And that's the challenge, right? The challenge is now different. The challenge is surrender. The challenge is obedience. The challenge is trusting. The challenge is leaning in when it, it feels a little scary, right? It's, it's, and you can be in a state of ease, actually, and you can be in a state of joy while you are going through these challenges because you choose to walk in tandem, in tandem, like so close, right? So close to the spirit because I know I can't do it on my own. So I want to read something here. I got to put my glasses on that. And I believe that this is when we understand the concept of grace. And I want to say that grace is, is not something that's achieved down the road somewhere, somehow. Grace is a supernatural bestowing. It's imparted on you. And grace is this supernatural power, endowment, empowering of the Holy Spirit, right? That is made perfect when we're weak, when we're confused, when we're like, we don't have the means on our own. Grace is poured into us, right? Grace isn't just like you're forgiven by grace. You are empowered by grace. You are strengthened by grace, right? We accomplish things that go way beyond our natural abilities by grace. You can't possibly do enough to earn it. You can't possibly, um, you know, I don't, that's, that's the only thing is like that I can say is you can't possibly do enough, say enough of the right things, right? This isn't something that you earn. It's something you receive the supernatural power of grace, the ability to love deeper than you've ever known before, where you thought other people didn't deserve it, to love the people that are hard to love in your life, the supernatural ability to love those people, to forgive those people, that comes by the gift of grace. It's a gift that was bestowed upon us from our own father. It's a gift that we can then extend to others because in the natural, in the physical, you're just like that person, you know, it could be your mother, it could be your father, it could be somebody that, you know, betrayed you at work or whatever. And you're like, that person does not deserve it. And you're still waiting for them to say the million things, to do the right things, right? You're waiting on them before you will extend or you will take action. The supernatural empowerment says, I receive it, therefore I give it to them. And I, the reason why I can is beyond my own scope, right? I'm not doing this in my own strength because really, and I say this all the time. I think I said this in one of my last podcasts. It's like in the natural, I want to slap and choke that person, right? I want to like hold them accountable for everything that they've done wrong. In the supernatural, by grace, I'm able to forgive. By grace, I'm able to actually drop into the place of compassion. By grace, I'm able to let go of the judgment and give that to God and just bring back my, my energy, my creative life force into my own body, into my own heart so that now my energy can be channeled towards something that is life-giving, that is productive, that is effective over my life, that is building me up, that is building other people up instead of it being siphoned over, you know, to someone else's, um, space because I'm still angry at them or being siphoned to building up walls of protection around myself, right? So this second Corinthians 12, nine talks about grace and it says, my grace is sufficient for you and my power is made perfect in your weakness. You know, God wants to move through, 
through us in supernatural ways, supernatural gifting. He brings a calling, and I'm going to talk more and more about this, but the calling on our life. You know, if, the, if it's truly a calling, and I shared this about right now, I'm almost done with this book, and I really feel like it was just calling. It, was, it wasn't it was going away. I was like, you're doing this. I just did not feel like I was qualified, A, to write this book. I never wrote a big manuscript. I prefer video. You know, like I prefer videos. I prefer just talking. So for me to sit, it was like, it was really going to require, it has required a collaboration, a deep partnership. The way that I even teach and coach right now or right doing these podcasts, like even though I, I, I'm energized by this, the things that come through sometimes I know is not me talking. It's just like the Holy Spirit is using my mouth and talking out. And I'm so grateful. And I'm so grateful for that gifting, you know, and sometimes people will say to me, oh my gosh, that thing you said, or that, what did you talk about there? And I can tell you, I cannot remember. I can't remember what came out of my mouth, not because I was distracted, but because it was a total co-creation. It was a union where the spirit, the power of God is moving in you and through you and out of you. And so you're in this union, right? The temple of God is your body. The church is our body. It's not a building, right? We are the church. We are the temple where God lives. God lives in you. The spirit of the Holy Spirit lives in us, is alive in us. Once we receive the gift, right? The gift of the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ. If you know, that is the that is the whole message of the gospel that Jesus came so that we may receive the gift of grace so that we may receive the supernatural forgiveness, the the grace that you can't possibly earn, right? It's such a beautiful gift. And with it come a cascade of other gifts, right? We, we have so many gifts available to us. So as we do this, as we receive grace, we actually get what this means. This isn't just like, I've been forgiven for my sins or I've been, you know, uh, it's, it's not a religious thing. Grace is something. It is a supernatural power, a supernatural ability, right? We can't possibly get it, do it, speak it on our own, right? And it's what imparts us to execute on our calling, to follow through on our calling. And here's another thing. I think it was John Bevere. He said this today. I was listening to him this morning. Such an amazing man, such an amazing author. But, you know, he said, your supernatural calling that goes beyond your natural ability. You know, it's a calling because you're like, oh, I'm not qualified. I'm not sure if I can do that. It's a hard left. It's stretching you. It comes at the most unexpected time. Usually you may have, you may have felt it on your life for a long time, but all of a sudden there's this moment where you're like, okay, it's time. I can feel the pull and there's, it's an excitement, but a terror at the same time. Cause you're like, ah, and here's the thing is that when it's a supernatural calling like that, a divine calling on our life, there's the divine gifting the gifts that are given to us, those talents that are given to us that are God given, God imparted, right? They need to be activated in that calling because your calling cannot be fulfilled without your gifting being fully owned and brought forth, right? So whatever the gifts are for you that maybe you've been dismissing throughout your life or not paying attention to or dishonoring or not cultivating, it's like your calling, your divine calling requires the full activation of your divine gifting. Otherwise, here's what happens. We go about our own way for many, many years, right? 
I ran a business my own way, right? The world's way. I followed systems. I followed structures. It was a grind though. You know, I had success. I had success, but I'm telling you, there's a very, there were, there were moments where I was having like supernatural success that was unexplainable. And it wasn't just luck. It wasn't just coincidence, but the, and as I look back, those moments when the business, my athletics, like when things were really boom, taken off and flourishing and I felt alive, I was, now that I look back, I was in full service. I was deep in my gifting. Like I was pouring that stuff out. I wasn't conscious of it at the time. And anytime I moved into the place of force where my ego took over and I was like, okay, I'm going to do it my own way. Cause I had a little bit of success. I had a little bit of a platform, right? I had a little bit of significance. I had a little bit of influence. The ego took over and was like, okay, now I'm going to grow that. I'm going to build more of that. And then I started to try to drive it by my own will instead of honoring what is the calling that I'm deeply called to serve, to move on right now that's putting me in the stretch. What are the gifts I'm called to pour out? It's such a fine line. I hope you guys are getting this, right? But when you're in the gifting and you're on point and you're calling, man, it requires deep, deep walk, right? intimacy with the spirit. Like if you're aware of this, right? Sometimes we do this, we're not aware. Now it's like this point, the revelation is like, once you have the awareness, that's the beautiful thing is you can like start to check in with yourself daily. And I'm checking with myself to say, Lord, is this, is this my ego, my will, am I moving back into force? And I know it cause I start to see all the external evidence of that. Or am I dropping back into the place of surrender, leaning in, right? So grace empowers us. Grace strengthens us when we feel weak. It gives us the power when we, we don't feel like we have the, the power ability to do that. Grace opens doors that we didn't know were possible. Grace, you know, just multiplies, speeds things up that we didn't think, you know, we could do on our natural timing, right? So as I wrap, I want to just say this, that grace really empowers us to trust and it requires us to trust, but it empowers us to trust. A lot of people, you know, when, when I'm talking about trust, I'm talking about trusting the calling, trusting our gifting, trusting the visions, trusting the dreams, trusting the direction, right? Trusting the process, the journey. There's so much trust that is required. And yet in the world systems, through our own brokenness, through our wounding, through our trauma, there's been so much trust that has been broken. And this is probably the biggest thing, the biggest challenge I see in my own life, working with clients is like the inability, the unwillingness to trust because we have not received the supernatural ability to trust through grace. I'm telling you, when it's time to trust deeply, I'm not doing it by my own method. Like I am praying for the supernatural trust. I am receiving that and I'm leaning into that. The second thing is the leaning in, right? We can trust, but then we've got to lean in to doing things differently, speaking differently, sharing the things that is like really being impressed on us to share or the conversations to have that we're like, Oh, I'm not sure if I want to have this. I don't feel quite like you've got to lean in, press into those things, not from a place of force, but from a place of obedience. One of the examples of this, like a real tactical example is often, you know, I'd be coaching people. I remember coaching someone, um, maybe about a year ago and was having some business challenges. And I just asked him like, is there something in your life that the spirit has been prompting you, whispering at you to do, to handle, to take care of that you have been hesitating on, that you have been leaning away from. And it wasn't even related to the business thing, but 
in, in leaning in and it was like, oh, but this has nothing to do with that. I'm like, but sometimes when we lean in over here to the one thing, to the one prompting, to the one direction, it opens a door over there, right? It, it opens a floodgate over there. It removes a huge barrier. And, and that is often what happens. So, you know, the, the point of obedience was, okay, I'm going to go have this difficult conversation that I don't want to have, that I've been avoiding, even though it's been nudging, 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 like I'm leaning in out of obedience. I don't want to, my ego doesn't want to, my ego is terrified that I'm going to lose, you know, a relationship, lose respect, lose this, lose money, whatever. But I'm going to have this conversation out of obedience, following the call, the whisper deep inside. And, you know, as we lean in, things open up, things become unlocked, walls break, you know, walls dissolve. And, this is, this is the challenge, right? It's this, the suffering way is I'm going to try to barge through walls. I'm going to avoid the hard conversations. I'm going to fight my way through. I'm going to force my way through. I'm going to make shit happen. The suffering way is I can't trust anyone. I got to do it like, right. Or, or we don't trust the right people. We have poor discernment. So we don't have we're trusting through rose colored lenses, right? We're just like seeing what we want to see. We don't have discernment of trust. So that's the suffering way. We make agreements with the wrong people. We enter into poor business deals. We trust people on our team that in our gut, in our spirit, we know that we know are not the right ones, but we do it because we think we need them in order to get to ABC, right? We're making them the source instead of leaning into the source, the one, right? I see this so much where people are like, I've got people on my team. They're the wrong people for the seat, but I think I can't move forward without this person. I can't move forward without this business partner. I can't move forward without this deal. I can't move forward without this client. I can't move forward without this relationship. Be careful of that because that right there becomes a huge block for us, right? So the grace it requires us to trust. It requires us to lean in and not only requires, it empowers us to lean in. Grace empowers us and requires us to go anyway when it doesn't make sense. It requires and empower us to release my agenda, my expectations, my attachments, right? It requires me to do that. But then in the physical, it's hard to do it on our own. We're just like, I don't know how to do this. I, it's impossible. I'm so attached to this thing. I'm so terrified, right? That something's going to go wrong. And we've got our little fingers gripping and gripping and gripping on these things. And the only way, you guys, the only way I've been able to release that grip is through the supernatural grace that says, okay, help me do it by grace. I release this agenda by grace. I release my attachment to this outcome by grace. And I'm opening myself up by grace to what is going to come. It's beyond my natural ability to do so. I'm not manifesting my way into this. I'm not sitting here visualizing it and trying to manipulate my emotions. I am fully owning the fact right now that this is a little bit terrifying or a lot terrifying. And at the same time, I can activate, welcome the supernatural faith, the supernatural courage, the supernatural abilities, right? To speak, to reach out, to love on that person, to make that decision that right now my physical self my ego, right, is is like just is paralyzed, doesn't want to make the decision. My point is that in you, you have the potential 
for all of it to be present, right? We are always opting in to the suffering, to the hard way, to the challenge way, the force, the, the grind, the hard one, or we have the ability to say, Lord, I receive the supernatural grace. I'm going the supernatural way, right? The divine way. And, and I'm going to release by your grace. I'm going to let go and trust by your grace. Empower me, fill me. It, you're, it's already in you, right? If you receive the gift, but it's not in us if we don't receive it. Again, I'm going back to the present. All of these things are available to us. We are told the body's a temple. God is in us. The spirit is alive, but not if you keep rejecting, you say, uh-uh, you won't be able to access. You won't become a host for that. You will just become a host for everything else. Anxiety, fear, force, worry, other people's emotions and energy, because you are just taking everything on. We've got to become conscious of this. And the last thing that I want to say, and there's so much more about this, you know, I think this could be a multi-day conversation is really that grace empowers me to enjoy, to delight in the process, to enjoy the ride. Whenever I'm not enjoying the process, and you guys, I'm sharing this because I'm going to be raw and real. Like I spent a lot of time in the space of frustration. I've shared this many times. Like the frustration zone has been my emotional home for many, many years because, you know, through the programming of athletics, through the programming of business, through the programming of the world, it's like always feeling, the ego always feels like I need to be further ahead. We're comparing ourselves to where we think we should be, where someone else is. We are frustrated that people aren't responding the way we want to. We've done all this work. Why are they not catching up? Right. And there's all this below the surface, unconscious superiority complex going on this comparison, right? This judgment, this lack of acceptance, and we're getting robbed. We're getting robbed of the joy that is already available to us right here, right now. So anytime I catch myself in that loop of frustration, and I was literally journaling about this this morning, is I, I said, you know, what am I finding myself constantly? I'm going to see if I can find that question I wrote down, right? What am I constantly frustrated by that is robbing me of my joy right now? And literally in my journal, I wrote down the thing and I said, okay, here's one thing, right? Trying to do this instead of doing this. What am I constantly frustrated by that has been robbing me? Trying to do this, trying to force this, busting my butt at this instead of da, 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 da. The instead of is the piece that, right, is the piece that moves me back into trust, into leaning in, into going anyway, into releasing my agenda and into enjoying the ride, enjoying the process, moving back into the place of delight and wonder and patience, right? There's so many things, the fruits of the spirit, we know them, but we don't experience them when we're out of alignment, when we're out of grace, out of receiving of grace. So as I wrap up today, um, so many beautiful things in this podcast episode today, I really want to invite you into a couple, a couple things to consider, to meditate on. Number one is, you know, are you still in the force? Are you still in the grind? Are you still in the suffering way? Are you in the suffering way, in the suck way, in the mindset, the, the consciousness that says you don't deserve it unless you pay the price, you do the things. That is the exact opposite message that Christ <laughs> brought to us, right? That is the exact opposite message of the gospel. That's a religious spirit. And that is also a world programming and a lie and a distortion. Yes, we get to put in the work. Yes, we get to show up. But this idea that we don't deserve unless we 
do, accomplish, say, force by our own way. It's like, if you feel like you're constantly selling your soul, sacrificing your life force, you know, trading your energy, your life, your joy for the thing, that's, that's a sign we're out of grace, right? We're in the suffering way. What about the beauty way, right? Are you recognizing, are you able to look out your window and see the beauty that's already there and be able to step out and enjoy the thing? If it's a vision that you've had, maybe it's over your business, maybe it's over your family. Can you see the vision now? Can you begin to bring, you know, little micro, um, experience of that into your life today, right? Because that vision represents something that is here, right here, right now, right? The beauty is here, right here, right now. The light is here, right here, right now. The lushness is here. Maybe that exact picture is in here right now that will manifest later, but the essence of the vision is available right here, right now. When we serve well here, when we experience it well here, when we enjoy it well here, we start to feel, experience, step into more of the vision right here, right now, right? So number one is as you leave, I want to ask you like, are you still in the suffering way? Are you ready to embrace the beauty way, right? The grace way. This isn't some sort of like, oh, it's graceful ease and flow. It's grace is power. It's empowerment. It's supernatural appointed, right? It's given. It's got to be received. The second thing, you know, is really where are you at with this concept of grace? Have you fully received it over your life? Are you also extending it in the moments that you're weak? That's when we pray for supernatural strength in the moments that I'm overwhelmed. That's when I pray for supernatural calm and clarity in the moments that I don't feel capable. That's when I pray that God would take over my lips and talk for me through me. Right. It's, it's like, that is the impartation. That is the connection. That is the union. That is so beautiful when we are walking in this grace. It's amazing, right? Um, and just, yeah, the last thing I want to share is if you are having dreams, if you are having visions, if you are feeling the nudge of the, of the spirit that is speaking to you, are you actually listening? Are you receiving them? Are you capturing them without having to do anything with it right away? But just acknowledging is the first step. Such a beautiful step to beginning to change things in our life, right? To begin to follow in obedience. Don't try to analyze it. Just receive it for a moment, sit with it. And you will, you can't deny it. Once it starts to show up, once you start to acknowledge it, it's like a voice you can't unhear, right? Like you, you begin to hear the voice, you begin to know the voice, just like you do your partner's voice or your children's voice. You begin to hear the voice of the spirit and it's different, but we have to spend time receiving, acknowledging, sitting with, right? So much gold in here, you guys so much gold in here today. I would love to always, I love to hear from you guys. If you haven't left a review yet on iTunes, Spotify, make sure that you are following, that you're reviewing this. I'm like on fire about these messages right now. I'm so excited about what God is doing. Um, didn't get to share the last part of my story, but I'll do that maybe next week. And as always, if you want to go deeper into this work, you can follow the links in the show notes. You can apply to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. I have a handful of spots every quarter that I work with individuals or couples, very, you know, one-on-one, 100% -on, -one, on you. We have some amazing group programs coming up, including the Reclamation Project, which is an eight-week session on really reclaiming the territory of our minds, our hearts, our bodies, our homes, and starting to rebuild everything on a solid foundation. It's a lot of teaching in there. So you guys, if you want to learn more about how to go deeper in this work to actually make this a reality, click on the links below, connect with me. Thank you for being here. Make sure that you reach out, you share this podcast with people. This is the way we spread good messages, right? When we hear things, we spread good messages. I honor you. 
Until next time, here's to loving fiercely, leading courageously in the untamed life. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.